Welcome to the 4Ms with Molly, a podcast for the busy and working mom. I'm your host, Molly Lupo, nurse practitioner, lifestyle medicine and nutrition coach, and busy mom. The 4Ms is all about macros, mindset, meditation, and movement. Let's dive in. Hey everybody, just hopping on here today to do a little solo podcasting. Today I'm going to talk to you all about um, self-talk, what you're saying to yourself, and why that actually matters. Um, So if you have ever sort of struggled with the negative self-talk or doing like something that you feel like is self-sabotaging and then, you know, you're just like, oh... F it, I'm just going to eat everything then, or drink everything, or do something that like does not align with who you are inherently as a person, then this episode is for you. Um, So I'm going to be talking a bit about why negative self-talk does not actually motivate us. Um, And so I'm going to go through a couple of different things that I think matter, I think are things to think about. I'll give you a couple of tools to think about to use. Um, and we'll go from there. So first of all, when we get into that negative self-talk, um, mind, you know, it's like when we're beating ourselves up, berating ourselves, anything that's sort of like, oh, I should have done X or, um, just being hard on yourself. The first thing is like that mindset is actually not helpful. And I think it's sort of this like farce that we think like, oh, well, the harder that we're going to be on ourselves, the more motivating it will be. But what happens is like that sort of self-talk and that motivating piece just gets further down the line because you start feeling bad about yourself and then you feel less motivated to do things. Um, And it limits your ability to actually implement a positive change within your life. Um, And it leaves you sort of doing the actions that are not true to you and who you are. So if you struggle with negative self-talk, it's not that it's going to go away, but it's that we're going to work on sort of recognizing it and going from there. So the first piece of this is sort of to think about um, all the parts of yourself and who you are and learning to accept them. So like knowing that like this voice might pop up and it probably will. In fact, I don't know anyone who this voice doesn't pop up for, Um And it's getting acquainted with it and starting to recognize like, oh yeah, this is what's happening again. Um, Or I'm telling myself these things again. And then it's like, what sort of action piece do I need to do to get out of that? Um, And so there's a bunch of different things you can do. But one piece is sort of using loving kindness or empathy, self-compassion when you talk to yourself. Um, And it's approaching change with... um, purpose and care and kindness instead of berating yourself. And when we can sort of shift the way we approach things, especially like weight loss, um, and why we're doing them from a place of like self-loathing or, um, I don't want to say self-hate sounds horrible, but like it kind of is like that place when we can approach that with purpose, like that changes how things feel. It changes how you show up and it changes what you do. Um, So first of all, the human mind, like we have a tendency to go to this negativity bias where it's easy for us to like talk to ourselves negatively. It's easy for us to feel inadequate. It's easy for us to feel self-dislike. And so that's the first piece of it is just sort of recognizing when this is happening. And then, you know, like really 
catching yourself and then reframing those thoughts. Um, so one thing you can think about is like, take for instance, take out a piece of paper, if you're around somewhere where you can do this, and just write down every single weight loss program that you've ever tried. And then ask yourself, where was this coming from? Was it coming from a place of disliking of yourself? Um, was there shame about weight? Were you criticized by other people? Were you doing it to prove something? Um, and think about that and think about how differently that feels. You know, you're doing things from dislike and then imagine doing things with a sense of purpose or because you want to feel good. Um, and you want more energy, like those things could not feel more opposite to me. Um, so having the self-compassion piece is a piece where like also recognizing like we are human. And so like the thoughts are going to come, like the inner critic is going to come, the berating thoughts are going to come, the not enough thoughts are going to come, but it's recognizing when they're there and then what you're going to do about them. It's recognizing like what holds you back? And then what is the new story that you need to tell yourself in order to actually show up and be the person who you want to be authentic to your values and who you are as a person? Uh, you want to act from a place of strength and stability where you're acting on purpose. I think that piece is huge. Is like, if we're acting from a place of inadequacy or not enough, or because someone else thinks we should do something like course it's going to feel horrible to do it but if you act from a place of purpose and you use your strength and who you are like that just feels so different to me um there's also just this piece of you that will endure you know so there's a piece of you that from a small kid to teenage to now where you've been through things that you needed to work on on purpose and you did them and you made it through um, so all of these things I think are so important to keep in mind. Um, and I think another piece to think about with the self-compassion piece is like, what does it mean to be caring towards yourself? Um, especially when you feel like you're suffering, because imagine saying to yourself, like, of course you feel this way. This is really hard versus just trying to push it away or to saying like, oh, well, this is your fault. Like you should have done this better or you should have known this. Um, those feel different. So really noticing when those judgmental thoughts are happening and then using kindness instead of um, berating yourself or the negative self-talk. So Janine Roth always says, um, what is the kindest thing I can do to myself in this moment or for myself? And that's a way to get out of that self-sabotage, I think. And then there's also, um, I interviewed someone a couple weeks ago on the podcast who talked about are you acting from a place of self-aggression or are you acting from a place of self-love? Because those are different. And just this weekend, um, I actually ended up sort of just hanging out on the couch on Saturday and I was reading a book and I was cuddled up in a blanket and it felt amazing. And there was this piece of me that was not doing all of the things that I always want to be doing, but that was okay because it, it felt like that's what I needed. I needed a little bit of rest. Um... Another thing to sort of keep in mind is to be open to your pain. So like 
be aware of like what is happening inside you. Can you name that feeling? And can you also recognize that like feelings are just sensations in the body? So what are you feeling? And then what does that feel like inside you? Is it tight? Is it more on the right? Is it more on the left? Uh, And showing yourself empathy to current behaviors and to past. And then that will help propel and move you forward into the action of who you want to be. Um, I also think, you know, self-compassion is, it's engaging in things also that matter to you. So like maybe weight loss is important to you, but that's sort of the outcome. Like what is important to you about how you get there? Is it important to you about how you move your body every day? Is it important to how you give your body rest? Is it important how you show up spiritually? Is it important how you show up connections to others and, your family and your friends and your coworkers. Um, what is it? Like, how do you want to actually take care of yourself? I think that's a huge question to ask of yourself. So instead of, you know, just getting on the hamster wheel of diets and all of that, like, why not ask yourself, like, what would it look like to take care of myself? And you know, this is within you, you know what it feels like um, to feel in flow, to feel like your values are aligning with what you're doing. So like ask yourself that question and then don't be surprised when you get your answer of this is what I need. And this is what aligns with who I am. This is what makes me feel good. Um, so I think that checking in with yourself is huge, a huge piece, especially when you feel upset or frustrated or stressed out. It's like, what do I need right in this moment? Because the moment is all that we have. Um, and then I will leave you with this. It's like, can you identify something that matters and means something to you? It might mean that like you go call someone who you haven't chatted with for a while. It might mean that you want to go meditate for five minutes today. It might mean a walk, moving your body. You know, the four M's with Molly was cultivated out of this place of like, I asked myself, like, what is it that would actually make me feel good? Like, what is it that like no one else can take away from me? And what is it where, you know, I don't have to be on a diet. I can do these things. And if this is my intentional way of taking care of myself, if that is coming from a place of self-love, of empathy, then let everything else fall as it may, because this is what it means to take care of myself. And only you know, sort of like, what those things are and what that looks like for you. Um, So things that I like to do, meditate, moving, running, yoga, journaling, calling someone. Um, I really like uh, just doodling, like doing some like art journaling stuff. Um, listening to music. I have a playlist that like I will put on all the time. That's called mood boosting. And whenever I'm in like a mood, like that's what sort of can pull me out of it. Um, going and doing something with my kids, like taking them to the park, like those things matter to me because my family and my kids are everything to me. And there's nothing that would stand between me and me like supporting them like that's what I value. So then if I want to be able to take care of them, then what do I need to do to take care of myself so that I can give them the best version of me and so that I can show them like what a strong empathetic woman looks like and how they can show up that way as well. Um, so yeah, these are sort of ideas of acts of self-compassion. Um, you can do the hard things, you know, 
And you can do the hard things regardless of how you feel in that moment. So like I tell people all the time, I don't usually feel like exercising, but I know this is something that will make me feel better. gives me that brain boost. I have more energy. I feel like I can show up more present with my kids. So it's something that I do um, regardless of sort of how I feel because I know it means something to me and I know that it matters to me and I know that it makes me feel a lot different. So check in with yourself. Ask yourself, like, what is the one loving kindness thing I could do for myself today? And just get real mindful and start paying attention to what your thoughts are and what they're saying. All right, until next time. Thank you so much for listening to The Four M's with Molly. If you want to get in touch with me or have a question to be answered on this podcast, please send me a DM on Instagram at unsinkablemollynp. I love hearing from you. My DMs are always open. And as always, if you enjoyed the show, please share it with someone you love and give us a five-star review on iTunes. Disclaimer. Any health-related information on this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional legal or medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified healthcare provider for any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or before embarking on any lifestyle, nutrition, or wellness program.